1: Bye. Bye. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to Brave New Teaching. This episode, episode seven of season one, is all about you guys. It is about teacher appreciation. Happy teacher appreciation week. You know, the week just couldn't come soon enough, and it
0: should last for at least a month and a half, in my
1: my fair opinion.
0: This is like all of the... Teacher or not all the teacher, all the month holidays, like teacher appreciation week should be all year round, right? Let me teach the year twenty twenty is teacher appreciation year. Well,
1: actually after COVID nineteen <laughs> and everybody having to like teach their own children. I'm pretty sure the years twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one will be teacher appreciation years. I just want to see not teacher not appreciation yet. legislation pass. That's what I'm that would saying. be nice. That's my teacher appreciation wish. So today's episode is going to be a little bit different than the episodes you guys have heard so far because we crowdsourced for some fun stories, some touching moments from some teachers that you guys might be familiar with from around the interwebs and some new voices that you have not quite heard yet. And I'm pretty excited for this to all get going. Shall we? Let's get started. All right, here we go. quick, everybody, before we jump into this episode, we wanted to tell you about something extremely exciting we have been working on here at Brave New Teaching. We have developed a masterclass that will help all of you teachers out there with your distance learning struggles. We know that one of the biggest struggles is student engagement. We have experienced it. We have taken our experiences. We have shared them with each other, and we've honed some really good
0: and impactful
1: strategies for engaging
0: students. There have been some real painful moments that we've all gone through trying to just jump right into this learning experience with no preparation. And so we decided, all right, let's take our trials and errors and our successes and put these in a class and share them with you guys. So what we want to do is invite you to join our masterclass. We will be going live with this masterclass video tomorrow, May 3rd. and it will be available with a live Q&A on May 1st as well as the following Friday, May 8th with a live Q&A. We are so pumped to share our best, best strategies with you and see how we can help you guys create connection across the distance in our e-learning world. All right, guys, let's jump into this episode and celebrate a little bit of teacher appreciation. Amanda, I need you to
1: know, I appreciate you.
0: Oh, that's so sweet. I appreciate you too. Oh my gosh.
1: Thank you. I didn't see that coming.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You guys don't even know how much I appreciate my teacher friends that are on the internet because I love my teacher friends at school too, but like sometimes I just need to talk to someone who's not in my school. And I genuinely, you guys are out there, you know who you are. I love having you in my circle because we just, teacher friends need each other for so many reasons.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. Nobody gets it like other educators.
0: How could you be married to a teacher? I couldn't do it. I mean,
1: we've known each other. My husband and I have known each other since our first day of college. And then we ended up being very good friends I mean, I've been in love with him since the first time I met him, but that's neither here nor there. Um, and we finally got together. Actually, he and I were the two that became teachers just out of our little group of friends and then ended up, you know, falling in love and having children and whatnot. Aww,
0: but so it's, I,
1: it's just kind of funny because it's all we've ever known. And so we don't it, we don't have a whole lot of trouble like stopping with the talking shop and I, it, at home because... I don't know. It's just all we've ever known. So maybe we do and we just don't notice.
0: Well, good for you guys. My husband does auto interior upholstery. So we literally never have to overlap our shop talk. I mean, we do because we love each other, but it's pretty easy to cut it off. But I bet he doesn't get it. Does he? You know what? He, he's a really perceptive guy and like he gets enough that it gets me out of a funk. You yeah, know? yeah. it's just enough to like listen. And like, he really does listen super well, but not, he's not so in it that like, he'll like egg me on to keep going.
1: <laughs> no, I get <laughs> like, that. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, that's good. Now I will say that like the
1: thing that I do appreciate the most about like having a teacher for a partner is that he and I get it. So like when I say such and such is bothering me, somebody who's not a teacher would be like, well, why don't you just try blah, blah, blah. And he goes, no, I get it because he gets it.
0: Right, That's... and the conversation over. You just needed to be heard.
1: Exactly, because teachers get it, and yeah. we're excited to tell you guys some funny stories, some touching stories, some just good memories from ourselves and from uh,
0: teachers that
1: you may have heard from, and
0: some that you may not have. Yeah, so we kind of put out some questions to um, a random selection of people. And so we'll kind of go through those questions with you at the beginning so you know what's coming and then you'll hear them as we go through. So the first question we asked people was about the funniest teaching story they have that only teachers would understand. Then we asked about a teacher you'll never forget. And then we asked about a proud teaching moment. And finally, some little things that bring us teacher joy. So to kick us
1: off with question number one, we have Melissa from Reading and Writing Haven and then right after her, we have Erin, who is at Erin M. Waters and we cannot wait for you to hear their really great stories. Here we go.
2: Hi, this is Melissa from Reading and Writing Haven and let me just tell you one of my very funny teaching stories. So this is a few years ago, I went to the bathroom Thank goodness. During one of my prep periods as a high school English teacher, and I was wearing a dress that day. And after I went to the restroom in the faculty lounge, I walked back out into the hallway and was proudly walking to my room, getting ready because the bell was going to ring very soon for the period to end. So I wanted to get back and get everything ready. Well... As I remember it, one of my coworkers peeked her head out the door and started bursting out laughing. And I, she was looking at me and I said, what? And she said, <laughs> you have your dress tucked into the front of your underwear. <laughs> I just couldn't even understand what she said for a second because I was so taken aback. And I looked down and sure enough... <laughs> Sure enough, it was. And so thank goodness students were not in the hallway at that time. So I scurried back to the bathroom just to look in the mirror and make sure everything was where it was supposed to be. And she never let me forget about that. Oh, I am so thankful though that there were not students around, but I still laugh about that to this day. This is definitely something that a teacher would understand as someone who has to hurry in and out of the bathroom.
3: When I first started teaching, my husband and I actually got jobs at the same school. I taught first grade and he taught third grade. We were on different levels of the building, but our class Um, Our classes interacted quite a bit with reading buddies and things like that. So, our students got to know each other, and my students got to know my husband, and vice versa. So, one of my (laughs) favorite students of all time, I won't name names, um, was a student whose emotions were larger than life. And they were either really big, happy emotions or really big, angry emotions. So, a lot of our time was spent giving her um, ways to manage her emotions and express her emotions that didn't involve um, verbally expressing them in situations that might hurt other people's feelings. So one day um, she was extremely upset with me because I had told her to stop doing something, or um, I had asked her to change her behaviors, and so she got her journal out her emotions journal that she used to record her feelings. um, And she proceeded to draw a picture of what my punishment should be. And she decided that my punishment was that my husband should give me a spanking. So in her school journal, she drew a picture that she labeled Mr. Waters spanking Mrs. Waters and went around showing all of her classmates and all of the teachers in our hallway. And it became probably the funniest thing that has ever happened to me professionally.
1: I love those stories. I, you know, when I think back, there are so many moments as I'm hearing the other stories that I'm like, oh yeah, that was a really funny teaching moment. And I think we're all kind of like having that shared experience right now, or at least I hope that's the experience that you guys are having. And I think Amanda is going to kick us off with question
0: number two. I'd like to start just in case I get interrupted. Um... Because you guys listen, life at home with kids is life at home with kids. So if some of these episodes have screams, they're going to have screams. And it is what it is. Say. Okay. So I want to actually tackle question number two, because I have a teacher I'll never forget. And I talked about her a little bit in episode two or three. And, but I have like the, the real like whole story about her. So my most inspirational teacher that I ever had in my whole entire life was Mrs. Kramer. It was my fifth grade year. Shout out to the first love of my life, Tyler Shoemaker. I don't know where you are, my friend, but man, we held hands at that roller skating party and I still remember it. Oh, he remembers. Um, I mean, here we are talking about our husbands. Well the one that got away, right? Um, but I remember fifth grade so clearly, and it's because of Mrs. Kramer. So what I remember about her was, you know, there, she did cute, like extrinsic motivation types of things. I remember she had, you could earn tickets, and then you could put your tickets into a lottery and win books. And like, I remember all that stuff. I remember she did a classroom transformation before clearly I knew what that was, because I was in fifth grade. Uh, but she turned our entire room into a jungle. I mean, green streamers, like rainforest, everything, like just for a rainforest unit. I mean, I remember her going above and beyond for us. But here's the, the kicker. Okay. So fast forward now. Okay. I want you all to go like this into the future. Follow me through my career. I go to middle school. I do pretty good. I go to high school. I do better because that was pretty good in high school. And then I go to college. Shocker. I graduate. Wow. And then I get my first teaching job. My first teaching job is in a western suburban um, Chicagoland school. And I'm, you know, first day I was taking attendance. Like I was wearing a blue shirt and black pants. And I'm taking attendance. And I'm going down my list and um I say this kid's name. And he goes, here. And then he says, Hey, Miss Cortis, because that was my maiden name. He goes, Do you know who Mrs. Kramer is? And I go, uh, do you mean Linda Kramer, my fifth grade teacher, who was like the literal inspiration for why I'm standing here in front of you today? I, he goes, yeah, that's my mom. Get out of town. Straight up, I had her son in my second hour class, which was the first class I taught ever because I didn't have a first hour. He was in my class. That's bananas. At this random, I mean, and like, we weren't too far from where, my, where I grew up. I mean, maybe like. Fifteen miles, like it, it. It just it. Come on, like it was so crazy. Ryan Kramer, shout out to Ryan Kramer. I'll have to send him this episode. <laughs> but Ryan was in my my first class I ever taught. The son of, and I believe if I remember correctly, I know um, she had been on maternity leave like the year right before we got there, and I'm pretty sure it was with Ryan. Oh, it's just so, so cool. cool, though. Like how cool it was serendipity. It was just so cool that I actually. Was teaching the son of the teacher who had the biggest impression on me in my whole life. That's really cool. I love that story. It's such a good story. I told that story for like two years. Oh, yeah, for
1: sure. And then some. And now it'll live on through the podcast world. It
0: was the best first day of teaching ever. I
1: Apparently. mean, I was
0: like a cloud freaking way past cloud nine.
1: And who wouldn't be on way past cloud nine because that really is like the coolest teaching story ever. Um, And we actually have another favorite or most memorable teaching story for you from one of our guests. Her name is Brianna and you can find her at Miss Jansen Teaches. Here
4: we go. The teacher I will never forget was my high school Christian ethics teacher, Mrs. Forjan. Now she only actually taught me once in my high school classes because she taught French immersion the rest of the time. But she made such an impact on my life just through how caring she was, how much she truly wanted to get to know the students, and just her positive attitude towards learning. No matter how I was feeling or whether or not I was doing well she always made sure to support me and if I ever had problems she always made sure to know that I was welcome to come and talk to her and be in her class and she's really one of the reasons that I wanted to become a teacher because I wanted to be able to inspire young people just like she did to me.
0: All right, guys, so question number three, let's look at some people's responses to what is your proudest teacher moment of your career? And for this
1: question, we're actually going to be hearing from three of our guest contributors. First, you're going to hear from Elizabeth. You can find her on Instagram at Elizabeth Hom. And then you're going to be hearing from Matthew, who is also known as Mr. C Spills the Tea. And then third, you're going to hear from Sophie and you can find her at Cretchen Sophie. I am excited for you guys to hear what they share.
5: Hi, my name's Elizabeth, and I'm a sixth grade reading and language arts teacher in Minnesota. This is actually my first year teaching, so in general, I'm just proud of myself for making it through this really, really crazy, crazy first school year. But if I had to pick kind of a moment or collection of moments, I guess, that I'm the most proud of, I would have to say my independent reading unit in January this year made me so, so proud and just spoke to my teacher's soul the whole way through. I let the kids choose any book that they wanted to read for this whole month of January, and I actually read along with them, too, in class. I would read at my desk. They would read at their desks. And every single day, we had just these amazing moments of sharing books together. I would you know, start crying or laughing at something that was happening in my book, or they would do the same. We had these spontaneous moments of sharing what we were reading or being excited. I had so many students who were self-professed non-readers come to school so excited to read that day and telling me all about their books. So that whole unit just made me feel so proud to work with those kids and to be working with books, and I just loved it so, so much. It was awesome.
6: Last school year, one of my junior honor students was trying to pass her English Regents, which is our state exam needed for graduation. She is an incredibly bright and hardworking student, but she has severe anxiety when it comes to testing, so much so that she has an IEP to provide her with extra time. She had taken the test before and scored in the mid-40s. She began staying after school a couple times a week for two months with me so that I could help prepare her. She was completely riddled with self-doubt, and the multiple-choice portion of the test was consistently her downfall. The day finally came, and after we graded it, she ended up with a score of 85. It is still her highest regent score to date. After the test, she told me that when she was taking it, she wasn't nervous at all. She finished the test in less than three hours, even though she was given four and a half. She has thanked me profusely ever since for helping her. It wasn't the fact that she scored so high on the test that makes this my proudest teaching moment. It's that I was able to connect with her and help her realize that Truly, she could succeed despite her anxiety. At the end of the day, I want my students to see that they can succeed no matter their circumstances.
7: Hi there. My name is Sophie Creche, and I'm a high school French teacher in North Bay, Ontario, Canada. I've been in the classroom for nine years, and my proudest teacher moment of my career would have to be when I took the leap and completely changed my teaching style. The moment I began challenging the status quo and straying away from traditional teaching methods, I saw a shift in my students' engagement and learning habits. Semester after semester, their perspectives change. They become more reflective, creative, and ultimately, they evolve as learners. I truly believe it has helped create a sense of community in my classroom, as well as a place where we can all learn from each other. So when a group of teenagers tell me they enjoy coming to my class because they feel safe, challenged, And can try new things all while having fun to me that's what it's all about that is why i teach and continue to love what i do year after year
1: okay and to bring it all home we are going to talk question number four about what are the little things that bring you teacher joy and i am going to chime in on this one the little things that bring me teacher joy are those silly Almost like imperceptible moments where you just have that moment of connection with a student and sometimes it even happens with a whole class. Um, just the moments where a inside joke is formed or the moments where like your systems and your routines just become habit and students don't have to, they, they feel like they belong and they're, they're part of a, a cog in the machine, which just sounds not as magical as I mean it, but those little moments of teaching magic um, for me are even more special than the light bulb moments that students like all of a sudden they get something new that they weren't able to do before. Yeah, but I like those moments of connection. Like I'm a teacher because of the relationships and just the kind of, impact that I can make on their lives and that quite frankly, they make on my life. And that's something that I really like about social media too, is that we can stay in contact with some of those students who we don't even know how we're impacting their lives, right? And so those, those connections are the things that just like fill my bucket. Well, once again, we just want to thank all of our contributors for today and all of you teachers out there. We want you to know we are appreciative of you, not just for what you do in your classroom, but for joining us in our Brave New Teaching community. Starting this podcast has been such a labor of love and such a joy for myself and I know for Amanda, and
0: we really appreciate you. And we love having you here every week. Thank you guys for coming and don't forget you guys can pop into our show notes, meet some of our contributors, and we'd love to get you guys scheduled to join our master class this week and really help everyone with the burden of connecting across the distance and make it not feel so painful for us and just be working together with the teachers that we appreciate so dearly. Thank you guys for coming and have a wonderful rest of your week.